Let's just see if this sounds okay. Stop the suffering. I'm just kidding. Harsh. Yeah. All right, Frida, talk about yourself. I'm supposed to talk about myself? Oh, my God. Talk like yourself. Oh, like myself. That was good. You did it. (laughs) Okay, thanks. Welcome to Autistics and Friends. (laughs) Is that a podcast voice? I guess. Uh, I kind of hate it, but I don't know how else to do it. Um, Hi, I'm Erica, and I'm autistic, and this is Friend. Hi, I'm Frida. I'm the friend. <laughs> Friends. Um, I'm going to change that intro whenever I figure out how to we'll figure be out later. better. This is, I feel like, <laughs> you still, you, this is like just a second yeah, episode. Yeah, cut me some fucking slack. <laughs> do you want to tell them what this episode or this podcast is about yes um basically everything out there about autism is usually a huge bummer very ableist um not chill at mm-hmm. all and so this is a ableism free zone where we are just going to talk about autism and neurodiversity from a neurodiversity theory perspective not the medical model yeah um and our own experiences yeah and just like have fun yeah and hopefully you can relate yeah and if you don't like that's cool too yeah if you want to just chill with us that's cool too or something yeah that's fine i'll be joking a lot i just yeah i'm just gonna say that at the top we said that at the end of the last episode we should leave (laughs) with that yeah yeah (laughs) yeah because uh, I feel so bad sometimes on Twitter. I'll say something and somebody will n- not get that it was sarcasm mm-hmm. and they will respond to it genuinely and it is so sweet. Because sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh, well, that's so sad. And I'm like, oh my God. If it's I'm a little self deprecating, yeah. I'm, I'm terrible. I really should have clarified that this is Don't. a joke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. I'm never sad. That's always a joke. Woo! Mm. Gross. Is that true? Um, we'll find out. I got my vaccine nine hours ago. Yeah, so this is going to be a fun yeah. experiment. In We're going to see what happens to me. What happens on the second dose dun, of Moderna dun, dun, dun. live. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, a werewolf. Well, let's hope not. <laughs> it would be better than some things. Sure, yeah. Dude, I, I'd rather I be a that. werewolf than get fucking brain fog. I hated that shit. I mean, werewolves are pretty cool. Yeah, you'd still be my roommate. I mean, it'd be a little more challenging, probably, but yeah, I'll but yeah be, I think I'm you down. Do it. I'm already a challenging roommate, so <laughs> you're used to it. Yeah, and if you um, didn't listen to the first episode, please do. But also, hi, work and Frida, and we were best friends. We're best friends and roommate. We were best friends. We were <laughs> not anymore, guys. It's over. I hate her, but we decided to do the podcast together. Contractually obligated. I'm Swedish. My English is not always perfect. She's a liar. <laughs> she is Swedish, though. I am Swedish. That's not a lie. But she's perfect. <laughs> But we're our best friends and roommates, and we've been creating content together for five years. Mm-hmm. Um, and Porn. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, uh, I just think that now when I hear content. Sure, yeah. YouTube videos and stuff like that. I have an OnlyFans, though. You can subscribe if you want. Yeah, subscribe. But Frida is not on there, I don't. so don't subscribe. Someone did ask that, on know. our YouTube today, or yesterday, uh, what's Frida's OnlyFans? And I'm like, <laughs> like, that's a little presumptuous, bro. <laughs> I mean, I'm down, but also, like, I don't have time, bro. Jeez. You're like, do you know how much this ass is worth per hour? <laughs> you couldn't afford it. <laughs> A lot. I'm like, mine's 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, I have a day job. I, I don't have time. Yeah. I don't. I can't do that life. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, anyways, welcome to the second episode. Mm-hmm. We are recording this right after the first episode, so. Mm-hmm. And that's also why. We started drinking in the first episode. Should yes. I not say that? Uh, no, this is a full honesty podcast. Yeah, why not? Who cares? I'm sorry, I have to. Yeah. We're we're illegal adults. We're allowed to drink. Yeah. We're yeah. in our living room. Also, I've been trying to drink one drink for the past three hours, and I'm halfway Yeah, through. I'm on my first White Claw, so I think we're fine. Yeah. Um, but anyways, now that we've justified drinking, uh, <laughs> listen, I'll, I'll drink whenever I want, even if it's bad. Okay. Mm. I'm doing it for breakfast. Uh, okay. All right. I won't. All right. You're alone in that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I love that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. Ooh. Strong. Yeah. I made that really sour. Oh, gotcha. Oh my God. Erica's drinking a Gimlet. Yeah. Gin, gin Gimlet. That is my drink of choice. Yes. But usually... I don't think it's that sour. Mm-hmm. But my um, sense of taste became better after the first vaccine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, do you want to talk a little bit about what happened when you got your first dose and how you're... Yeah. Superpowers. Yeah. Because, like, I think, it, I think it's interesting how it has affected both of us, but, but you especially, um, which is definitely related to how your brain and body works. Mm-hmm. So... A lot of autistic people have like some comorbid disabilities or chronic illnesses and I'm extremely one of those people mm-hmm. and um, so I I know I have POTS I, I ha- like suspect MCAS and yeah. um, some hypermobility shit I got a little arthritis going on got, so for someone who doesn't know because I fairly recently learned uh, what is MCAS? And maybe you can give a little quick explanation of what POTS is, too, for yeah. someone who doesn't know. Yeah. Well, all of these are mysterious chronic illnesses that mm-hmm. Western medicine doesn't know uh, really anything about, and they don't know how to help you. And there's like, whoo, yeah. you're very complicated. And uh, there's very high comorbidity rate. It's like 85% of people with EDS have the other two, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, What's EDS for someone who doesn't know? So EDS is Ehlers-Danlos, and that's a, um, it's related, it's, it's like part of hypermobility, but it's like mm-hmm. your joints will dislocate, and yeah. um, it's uh, painful, yeah. yeah. I what have about, some friends with that. Yeah, so what is POTS? POTS is Postural Orthostatic Tachycardia Syndrome, mm-hmm. and basically most people your body will adjust your like blood pressure your heart rate um regardless of like what you're doing kind of so if you sit down then you stand up and that will you'll have about the same pulse yeah but my body doesn't know how to do that Mm -hmm. and so when i stand up just like boom blood is going to your legs and not much to your brain and heart Mm -hmm. and then your heart rate goes way up also when you're resting your heart rate is yeah mine is really really low low. yeah um the very first time i ever got my pulse checked um was in gym in seventh grade and it was like we all did it Mm -hmm. and i remember the gym teacher was going around and telling everybody how theirs was yeah and so i was like how's mine he's like i thought that meant you're dead but you're not (laughs) you're alive so i guess i guess it doesn't mean that yeah um yeah i think the lowest i've seen mine was 37 
um, which was right before I was going to get my wisdom teeth taken out. And they were like, oh, we can't put you under when it's this low. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, give me a minute. And I just like moved around and I got it to go up. And they were like, all right, looks good. Seems safe. And then they put me (laughs) under. And looking back, I'm like, I don't think that was a good idea. They shouldn't have let me do that. It doesn't seem very safe. I was a teenager. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. So my resting heart rate will be like 46. And then um, the criteria for POTS is it raises by at least 30 uh, beats per minute within like 10 minutes of standing up. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so mine will do that for sure. Yeah. And yesterday when I, I, I for fun, um, checked my pulse in the shower and it was 120. So mm-hmm. it's a pretty big jump. Yeah. And what about MCAS for anyone who doesn't know? MCAS is mast cell activation syndrome. Mm-hmm. And a very, very oversimplified way to put it is yeah. that, like you have an allergic reaction to your own immune response. Yeah. and Which is when the vaccine question came into play. Yes. Yeah. Because I was already pretty sure I had MCAS. MCAS can cause um a lot of digestive issues and like weird allergy stuff Mm -hmm. it's like you'll be allergic to this and then oh that allergy not anymore now you have a new one Um, yeah and i have had some real fun ones like that yeah so i was pretty sure that i had it and then i had so much weird crap happen after i got my vaccine i was like yeah yeah that that makes a lot of sense yeah uh but one of the strange things is some of my senses got stronger and so heightened yeah Yeah. i have a better sense of smell and taste now i've always been hyposensitive in smell and taste Mm -hmm. and you know i liked that i liked (laughs) my fairly dull smelling tasting world well this is put so much sriracha on my food i didn't have to smell farts unless they were really bad Uh you know i say this is also where the autism comes into play where change is difficult oh (laughs) i still like kind of refuse to see myself like that i know but i know it's true and so you gotta just keep saying it yeah also it's it's not bad it's just good to know about yourself yeah to be kinder to yourself because yeah. Ah, oh, being kind to myself, that's... <laughs> that's why I'm, I'm not interested. <laughs> yeah, it turns out when I can taste more things, mm-hmm. no, I don't like a lot of them. <laughs> and a lot of smelling things, a lot of smells are not good. Yeah. And because I'm not really used to it, too, my brain is, like, a little confused. Yeah. So, like, for example, um, I... Uh, okay, I was a huge Mango Jewel Pods devotee, yeah. and I will just never get over them. Yeah. And I've been looking change, guys, change. for, God, but they were perfect. I know. And I've been looking for an alternative. I bought this Mango Vape Juice, and then my brain was like, this tastes like melted plastic. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, Frito, you try this. And she's like, bitch, I don't vape. And I was like, you must. Yeah. And I was peer pressure. so I did. Yeah, and she was like, no, this does not remotely taste like plastic. That's just not true. Yeah. And so it definitely is my brain going like, I don't know what this is, but plastic? But you have plastic in your mouth. I feel like so. it might be plastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it didn't really work to redirect. I was hoping I could just be like, no, it's not plastic. It's mango. Mm-hmm. That- <gasps> oh, you touched your... She just touched oh. it. Scratched my vaccine. The vaccine arm. Why did I do that? Well, it was itchy. That's why I did it. Yeah. <laughs> um 
But yeah, anyways, so I could smell things and taste things now. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I had pizza last weekend. I was so excited. Yeah. And then I was eating. I was like, I can taste too many things in this pizza. Yeah, I don't much. know what it is. Yeah, we don't were like good. At, we did a YouTube video, like a kind of a mukbang or ketchup because we haven't done videos in a while. And then it was supposed to be like, yeah, let's try all these vegan pizzas. <laughs> and like one bite and she's like, I don't think I can eat this. But <sighs> I felt so bad. I was just so sad, too, because I had been. I was the one who's like, bro, let's get pizza. Uh-huh. And then I was like, oh, is this what pizza tastes like? But we also got desserts, which worked out. Yeah. Yeah. I've been really into sugar since I got the vaccine, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And to reiterate, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. You shouldn't be either. It is that... Knowledge is power, guys. Mm-hmm. If the vaccine triggers your immune response. So if you have any yeah. weird... You should be aware. Immune response shit... Well, then it's about to get even it weirder. flare up, yeah. 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 I didn't know that MCAS existed until, uh, I don't know, a few weeks ago, a month ago, maybe, or something. I have no idea. Whenever you told me about it mm-hmm. uh, is when I found out about it. Um, and all of a sudden, my entire life makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it really does. It's wild. It's like, I have always kind of written things off as like, oh, I um, have very sensitive skin. Um, I have a lot of birthmarks and moles and stuff um i have a lot of allergies um and random ones random <laughs> ones where for a few years of my life i was allergic to tomatoes and oranges and i am not anymore um and there was cats except for ones that look just like this <laughs> yeah and now i've gotten used to at least two types of cats i i would say it's not completely gone because i have felt it but it's like a tenth of what it used to be Oh, sorry, someone texted me. I don't know what? the number. They want to hang out with me? Someone... Well, you didn't you lose some phone numbers when you lost your phone? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it might be someone we know. We'll find out later. Okay. <laughs> or do you want me to look it up? No, it's no big deal. Okay. I'm just like, what? Someone wants to hang out with me? That's strange. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, also, I've always, like, throughout my life had... Um, I had severe acne for 12 years. Um, I've also... I get random, like, like or I'll get a random rash here and there. Um, I've gone to the doctor for all of this, and they're like, I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. It's not eczema, but uh, we're going to treat it like it is because we don't know what it is. And that didn't work. <laughs> That's helpful. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I also have um, something called impetigo, which is like a viral infection, I guess you call it. Uh, what would you call it? I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's ba- a virus. Yeah, it's a virus. Um, it's chronic, um, and it flares up whenever my immune system is down. So if I get a little sick or, like, when I got the vaccine, um, it flared up, and I just get, like, this is gross, sorry. Um, but I get sores, like, inside my nose and sometimes a little bit on the outside or tip of my nose. Um, nice. And it takes, like, a week to heal-ish. And it's very common in infants, not so much in adults, but I have gotten... I got that checked out by a doctor, and they're like, yep, definitely impetigo. Not so common with adults. It's like <laughs> one to three-year-olds, basically, so get it. Congrats, you have a very young nose. Yeah, <laughs> super young, guys. <laughs> um, Baby nose. But yeah, that all of the things that have happened throughout my life, the allergic reactions, the um, food allergies that have come and gone, um, all make sense now, because it, it's MCAS, and like that's how it works, kind of. It comes and goes, and mm-hmm how, how do we start talking about that um the vaccine mm-hmm 
and how you reacted to it and how that is affecting <laughs> like how it's different for you getting the vaccine as someone who's autistic or someone who's neurodivergent you mm-hmm. know and yeah although um there is an estimate I was reading from a doctor who like specializes in MCAS. He thinks probably like seventy five percent of autistic people have MCAS. He's like, right. it's way underdiagnosed. Yeah, but also like at least for me, even though like I'm neurodivergent, not autistic, but um, you, it's easy to write it off as like mm-hmm. something else. Like if I get a rash on my chest that lasts for a day, I'll be like, well, that's weird, but then it goes away, so I don't think about it anymore. It's so funny. Um, so something I like to spend my time doing is talking about like what d- different neurotypes like brains do, mm-hmm. and uh, autistic people always have another reason for everything. Yeah. So people are like, oh, I do that, but I you know I think that that is my trauma. Yeah. Like they've yeah, always yeah. come up with something mm-hmm. because we've always had to come up with like a rational seeming reason for yeah. everything it's so fun yeah i definitely do that too yeah mm-hmm. nothing can just happen everything must have a reason uh-huh. and you know you gotta be able to scientifically justify it mm-hmm. so. i think my fever's kicking in how to go put <laughs> shorts on yeah costume change that you can't see <laughs> Um, but yeah, we did want to talk about something important today. Ugh. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, make it something good instead of something bad. Mm. Um, you know, but, um, that well, sounds we, good. <laughs> it does, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what we want to talk about is uh, something that is pretty relevant to this week. Um, so yeah, if you're listening this week, yeah, if is, you're listening, blah, well, it'll April be the 24th, 20. 20- 21 well, right when now. We're, when we're putting it out, it'll be... Yeah, well, I don't know when yeah. that... But that's when it, it is right now for yeah. me yeah. in this moment. Um, but yeah, we're planning on put, putting this episode up before April 30th, which is when Mark Rober, who is a YouTuber, is going to have a live stream event, right? Yeah. Um, and this is... It's a fundraising event. It's been going on for maybe a week or so, so far. Like, just oh, the they've fundraising. Been promoting it? Oh, yeah. um, the actual fundraising up. Yeah, leading, they, leading they raised up. like $500,000 in the first like few hours or some shit. Yeah. Um, so they can torture so many kids with that money. So Aww. we want to talk about it because Warm fuzzies. Um, Mark Sorry. Rober's a YouTuber. He has a son who's autistic and he came out with this video, which I still have, haven't watched. Just out either. of principle. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> My mom watched it. So that was enough. Yeah. Um, I read, I read the comments and that was enough for me. Um, <laughs> but so, and he came out with this as like a announcement. He hasn't talked about it before and he is doing a fundraising. My shameful secret, my autistic son. <laughs> yeah, which is a whole different issue. But um, he did this because he um, has a fundraising event, um, raising money for Next for Autism. So this is a organization, nonprofit something yeah yeah um that uh, hate group <laughs> yeah i mean basically we kind of touched on this in the first episode um but basically they're one of these organizations that um support aba or are connected to it and they support um eradicating autism mm-hmm. making sure it's not going to exist in the future and that is what their research is for and this is what the money is going towards 
Yeah, autism charities are not for autistic people. No. They're for family members of autistic people who hate having autistic family members and think it has ruined their whole life. That, mm-hmm. that is what it is for. Yeah. Next up, autism is connected to Autism Speaks, which more people may have heard of. Number um, one hate group. Yeah. Um, they're like... They're pretty, like, they're one of the biggest ones, right? Autism Speaks is the biggest one. The biggest one, yeah. Um, And they support ABA. They support um, eradicating autism, uh, curing autism. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, they have... They don't think I should exist on this planet. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. It's like, sure, I've agreed a few times, but (laughs) I was not in a good place. Yeah. And uh, I don't know that they have anyone who's autistic on their board. Or do they now? For a long time, Autism Speaks did not. Now they have, like, a few token autistic people on their board or something who don't have any power. Yeah. Uh, Next up, Autism has been around for 18 years. There's absolutely no autistic people involved. And they were like... Oh, we're going to make an advisory board, which will have some uh, autistic people like on it. Like this week. <laughs> like, uh, you've been okay. around for 18 years. Shut up, you fucking liars. Yeah, they do have people on the board who have kids that are autistic and, and that have... We'll get into that, but... <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but basically, we want to talk about this because we think it is important for you guys to know what and the if event... if you're listening after this week, it's it's still... Um, it's still relevant. Relevant because these things happen all the time. Also, the, there's a ton of these organizations you should be aware of, mm-hmm. you know, if someone's like, hey, I'm doing a fundraiser for this, make sure you do your research and make sure that this... There's plenty of good um, blog posts and, and autistic people talking about this... Um, kind of calling out which nonprofits are bad and which yeah. are good. But literally it would all you gotta do is put the name into Google, click on their website, they will say if it's run by autistic people or not. Yeah. And if it's not run by autistic people, do not give them a dollar of your money. <laughs> yeah. And if there's any mention of curing autism, therapy preventing, preventing it, um, therapy, um, which is code word for ABA um unfortunately yeah yeah. um sounds nice you know if you don't know more but that's what they're saying so make sure to read what their website says um i mean there are some therapies that like there are like that's the thing they can they pass because most people aren't educated enough to know the difference when someone says therapy and some some other but anything with behavior in it yeah Mm -mm. Mm -mm. behavior means torture just remember that it means aba yep um but yeah so we wanted to talk about this because no matter if you are listening to this before or after the event it is significant um because um i have no idea how big mark Rober is on youtube i should probably look that up but he's got a few million i think yeah he's he's a successful i've never heard of him before but me neither. apparently he, i mean he's in some other niche of youtube that i just don't watch douchebags i think it's like technology or something oh, okay um i don't i, said I, I said. could be wrong so um <laughs> But his event is, like, filled with celebrities. It's um, so depressing. It is. It's like, they, the list they is found long. some of my favorite celebrities. I barely even like any celebrities. And he, they found, they plucked the ones out of my head. They are like, these are the ones you actually you, like. Should we call out who it is so people know? Yeah. John Oliver, I'm you upset know all with you. Andy Samberg, I'm upset with you, too. Sarah Silverman, I'm upset with you. Terry Crews, I'm upset with you. Um, <laughs> I can look up. Yeah, John Stewart. Um, fuck it, Stephen Colbert. 
Yeah. Uh, Jack Black. I think you guys can tell. I've, I've, I have uh, okay. steamed about this a little bit. So, special guests include Jon Stewart, Conan O'Brien, Chris Rock, Adam Sandler, Stephen Colbert, John Oliver, Jack Black, Andy Samberg, Paul Rudd, Ma- Maya... Oh, Paul Rudd. Oh, how dare you? Maya Rudolph, Mr. Beast, um, Zach Galifianakis, Mark Hamill, Sarah Silverman, oh. Terry Crews, Marks Brownlee. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. Um, and no longer, though, this is an older article, Rhett and Link, they did pull out of the event after yeah. getting feedback from the internet, basically telling them what it's really yeah. about. Props Which, to them. They pull out immediately. Love you guys. I watched them, so I was, uh, hoping they would, because I want to keep watching them. Yeah, I really hope Mr. Beast pulls out. Some people think that he probably will. I feel like these, um internet personalities are more in touch with their audience so they mm-hmm. actually see this stuff whereas Sarah, Sarah Silverman might not be reading the tweet the response to the, the I mean, tweets yeah they kind of have different people they answer to you know yeah. where like YouTube people are it might be up they might not be up to them to pull out always and for YouTube people I feel like they have more control sometimes too and like YouTube people want to make their audience happy yeah and celebrities need to make producers happy true yeah um but yeah, no, Miss, the Mr. Beast one made me sad because that's my little brother's favorite YouTuber. Yeah. And I got him uh, Mr. Beast merch for his birthday. Yeah. And I was really excited because I never had money to get people birthday presents before this year. Mm-hmm. And um, to clarify, my brother is not uh, diagnosed with anything. None of my siblings are. Um, because my family is not the kind of family that is like, oh, you're doing a slightly weird thing. Let's take you to the doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone in my family is pretty similar to me in some They're all neurodivergent. Ways. Yeah. 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 So, um, it's disappointing for sure. Yeah. Like, that's, uh, I think what was most disappointing for me was, so when he put, Mark Robert put out his video about his son um, I saw on Twitter a bunch of people that I follow and watch on YouTube respond with like, I'm so proud of you, Mark. Like, this is amazing what you're doing. And um, one of them was one of the Try Guys, which I, I watch them and I love them. And oh, yeah, you love the Try Guys. I do. And it was just one of them. Um, and I think he, he they're all good about like, same as with Rhett and Link, like taking feedback mm-hmm. from their uh followers and and like hearing them out and they're always very socially responsive to like if they work with someone who then later comes up they have a past or something they don't support they're very all right cut to the chase did he apologize i have not seen (sighs) anything but i saw like at least 10 responses to his um response like educating him and so i do really hope that they he's not like in the event he's not supporting him like that but i hope that they'll all learn from it yeah, I mean, it, it sucks anytime I see people engage with that kind of content because it's just, like, that shit is... And it's not only that they're... I know it's like they don't know, you know, what ABA is and that these no. charities do that. But you should be able to tell how paternalistic this is mm-hmm. and how uh, dehumanizing... And, like, it's always it's the weird fucking thing about autism awareness and charity and stuff. It's like, where are the autistic people? Yeah. Where are they? Mm-hmm. What do they think? Yeah. 
And the only thing they <laughs> use is children who they don't, like, let speak for themselves. So. Yeah, you never even see the kids, really. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't bring the kids out at autism benefit. And then no. they're all saying, oh, we have this therapy, ABA. It works. But don't ever ask to see someone who w- went through it. Yeah. <laughs> There's never any adult later who's like, I loved ABA and it helped me so much. And it's existed for decades. Yeah, for like, a long, long time. If it actually worked, which it does not, there would be autistic adults right now who are like, I am so grateful to ABA well, you for know making be, my life not good. They'd be promoting the hell out of that shit. Yeah. If that existed. But instead... Dude, Weight Watchers has people promoting it. That <laughs> shit doesn't even work, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Good example. Yeah. Um, you but, can't get hydroxycut level spokespeople. Like, wow, ABA, everyone who goes through it... Mm-hmm. Is, is like, deeply traumatized. Yeah. Um, and that is a lot of the responses that you see from adults, I would say. I've mostly seen it on Twitter, but I know it's all over there the internet um of adults desperately trying to educate people because they've gone through aba and it's hurt them and traumatized them and really messed with their lives yeah and that's the thing autistic adults are almost uniformly against aba like of course you're always gonna have your gaze for trump type people you know there always are Uh, yeah like great i hope the neurotypicals pick you they won't um but hope you get validated yeah it is so overwhelmingly united yeah um and because like I did not get diagnosed as a kid, thank God. Mm-hmm. Um, I think probably if I was a kid now, I wouldn't ha- have gotten away with yeah, you probably being would. me. Yeah. Um, but it was the 90s. It was a wild time. No one was going to any sort of therapy or getting diagnosed. No. Oh, no. I, I lived in Indiana. Like, you would rather die than go to therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not go through ABA or anything. Yeah. But when I first, like, heard about it, And, um, and I read people's like accounts who had gone through it. And I just thought about myself, my life Mm -hmm. and who I would be right now. What would have happened to mm -hmm. me if that had been my life instead of growing up with my mom who never shamed me out of being autistic and, uh, answered my questions and cared about the feelings behind my behaviors and also knew what you needed when you needed it and yeah. could give that to you. And, like, if I had the opposite of that, like, mm-hmm. I would not be me. No. I would be a way more... Yeah, I mean, I would be a much less happy version of me, but also... Um, so much of what I love about life is, like, learning and thinking mm-hmm. and... I'm able to do all that because my mom, uh, like, fed that uh, mm-hmm. in me. And when I wanted to learn things, she gave me what I wanted. You know, it was like, yeah. ah, we'll go to the library. We'll get you six giant books, you know, whatever. And uh, I, I kind of can't imagine who I would be without that. Mm-hmm. And I would definitely have been super rebellious and miserable like definitely that stereotype of like the like the little boy who's like out of control and is like kicking stuff mm-hmm. that would totally be me <laughs> yeah i mean you still do that sometimes yeah 
Uh-huh. If you put me in ABA right now, that would be me. <laughs> I would be violent. Yeah. No. I mean, it's more so that, like, you have a lot of energy. And, like, it, I know pretty recently we just, it was so obvious. Like, an example, we went and got, went to Michael's to get some supplies. And on the way out, you were, like, kind of restless and just, like, kicking in the air. Not because she was, like, mad or anything, but um, just out of, like, getting energy out, really. And, like, stimming, really. Yeah. When... Yeah, you have that much energy, you have to get it out. And yeah, I did notice it myself too because I was like kicking the wall and then I was stomping in my shoes. Mm -hmm. And then I just suddenly saw, I was like, oh, if I was like six years old and a boy, I would be exactly that. Mm -hmm. I would be exactly that kid that all these autism moms are like, my life is so hard. Yeah. (laughs) My kid doesn't love me. Oh, I really, I wish this puzzle piece was completed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, guys, don't use the puzzle piece. It's super... Oh, my God. I... (laughs) One of the things that just baffles me, even though I I understand neurotypical people really don't think too hard about most shit. Like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't affect them. Um, So I know they're not, like, putting a lot of analysis into, like, huh, what's the puzzle piece mean? Yeah. But it's so wild to me Mm -hmm. that that is okay that that exists it's like parents who are you know supposedly loving parents but like the symbol of our charity is my child has a piece missing Mm -hmm. there's something missing here yeah a puzzle piece my child is less than a full human being Mm -hmm. that's what it means like what the fuck Mm mm-hmm and then that is absolutely how they really feel. And you have to find the puzzle piece by going to ABA. Mm-hmm. You have to train them into looking you in the eye and saying, I love you, mommy. Mm-hmm. Dude, they're Instead sick of, of them expressing their love the way they want to express their love. Because they all have so much. Like anyone who is autistic, neurodivergent, has so much love to give uh, if you know how to receive it. And if you're open to it. Yeah. And if you don't think that. Like, you had a kid so that they... That they could validate you. Yeah. <laughs> that is what a lot of these parents are, and there's apparently a lot of them, um, which is wild mm-hmm. to me, but I guess I, I yeah. shouldn't be surprised. Um, that have children to feel good about themselves and feel like, my child is here to serve me and make mm-hmm. me feel loved, and if they don't, there's something wrong with them and they should go to therapy. It's like they have this image in their mind of yeah. we're gonna have fun times at the park and they're gonna giggle and they're gonna, and they're say, gonna like the same I things I do. Yeah, and then when they don't get that exact kid in their imagination, they're like, "This one sucks." When their and, kid's really into something else and just want to mm-hmm. do that, they're like, "I don't like this, this one." Likes trains. He's broken. Yeah, he likes to line up trains. That's the problem. Like I, yeah, I was talking to my mom and uh, like about this phenomenon and yeah. it was just blowing her mind she's like never did it even slightly occur to me to think like my I want my kid to show me that they love me like yeah. that is not what your kid is, is for yeah and I was thinking so I went to camp when I was seven mm-hmm. and I do remember that I talked to my mom and she said I miss you and I said I don't miss you mm-hmm um, cause I'm having fun. And I'll see you again. Yeah, a week. you're having a good time. And my mom was like, that's great. 
Mm-hmm. You must be having such a good time. But a neurotypical parent would be like, oh my God, my child doesn't <laughs> miss me. They're horrible. They're a monster. Yeah. It's like, no, they're just having a great time and they can be in the moment, which is wonderful. Doesn't mean they don't love you. Yeah. Why should we feel like garbage all the time about people that aren't here? Mm-hmm. But I know that is a foreign concept to them. Also, uh, neurotypicals would just say it. Anyway, if they, they don't they feel it. it. Yeah. It's yeah. just autistic people are honest and open and real how terrible yeah it is just fascinating to me to see more and more the like oh i'm exactly the kid that these people think about uh it was the nightmare that ruined their life that's me Uh i if they had me as their kid they would be all like (laughs) this is the curse on my wife oh i'm grieving the daughter I would have had. Yeah. Why doesn't she Erica, like... Erica, before that vaccine gave her autism. <laughs> Why does she like to go to the store shopping with me? <laughs> um, but yeah. Still can't do that shit. <laughs> but yeah. No, um, I mean, to tie it back to the fundraising uh, yeah. event, which I just looked and they've raised $939,000 out of a million, which is their goal. And, and it starts in five days. The event yeah. is in five days. As we're recording this, they have a whole <sighs> five days to raise the rest and more. And like I'm assuming they raise money during the event. I'm ass- yeah, I think this so. This is like pre-raising. Yeah, and then they're going to do it live as well. People um, just love eugenics. Mm-hmm. They just fucking love it. Yep. You know what? I could really use some money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They should really... If you want to help autistic people... We're really fucking That's poor. That's We're discriminated against in the job market. Yeah. If you actually want to support autistic people, don't support these nonprofits. Like, if subscribe the- to my Patreon. Exactly. Patreon.com slash Erica Heidewald. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, sure, there are good organizations that you can support, but ultimately, if you can support an individual, that is going to make more of a difference because you're directly affecting their quality of life and how much money they make i mean so autism speaks people think ah they're you know helping autistic people with this money and that's what they say um they're liars uh so their like budget breakdown three mm-hmm. percent of their budget went to programs that like help autistic people and their families like in the real world um yeah like just anything at all yeah three percent and then the rest of it went to uh, lobbying, mm-hmm. advertising, um, research to show how great ABA is, which so that then they can promote it and make money off it, mm-hmm. uh, and then and just pay themselves. Yep, that's it. That's that's the rest. Yep. And I bet you <laughs> the three percent is not going to like directly to those people either. Like, y- yeah, and it's, it's definitely not- it's not helping. The kids ever. It's always the parents. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. The true victims here. <laughs> Forced yep. to love a kid that doesn't make eye contact. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. The struggle. I think we should ruin this live stream. Yeah, so here's the plan. <laughs> Basically, this live stream is... Let me see what time. But Friday... Friday, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, April 30th. Um, 2021. 2021. Let's see what time. Okay. Friday, April 30th, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Mark Rober's YouTube channel. Um, so, um, we came up with a plan. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> because leading up to the event, there has been a lot of responses on Twitter um, to the video and as well as in the comments of the video. Not an overwhelming amount in the comments of the video, though, I will say, um, that are actually trying to get the message across of why um, Next Step Autism is damaging, what they actually support. He's probably moderating his comments. You can do that on YouTube. Oh, true, true, true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can see it more on Twitter. I would say. I had the ones that like you know call me a cunt and stuff. Yeah. 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 Because <laughs> um, yeah, his YouTube comments are just a cry fest of like, oh my god, you made me cry. It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Warm fuzzies. Every time someone says that, I'm like, I just want to hit you with something, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So if you are in a time zone where you can. Um, go and view this live stream our plan is we all join mm-hmm. and we c- all come in and we'll, well our plan is to come up with a little google docs hope we've done this by now uh future us um <laughs> yeah and we'll put this in the description of the episode so that you can just copy paste a comment um and put it in during the live stream no thinking necessary so no thoughts yeah on. just to make it easy on you really because oh, yeah. i'm always like i've definitely been in a situation where like i really want to support but i don't know how mm-hmm. always and then if someone's like here's a direct thing you can do right now I'll be like great doing yeah. it um so we'll give some suggestions of things you can copy paste into the comments but basically we want to i'll over- probably let frida do it because mine will be too angry i'll just you know <laughs> not palatable. edit later you yeah. start i edit um but so just so that while it's happening, because I know there's going to be a lot of eyeballs on the live stream um, that maybe haven't been aware of what's been going on leading up to it, to comment why next for autism is bad, what the experience of autistic people have actually been, um, adults who may have gone through ABA, how damaging it is, um, and just like spreading a positive message about autism that isn't from a parent neurotypical parents perspective um so that people will see it live when they're watching this and also the people live streaming hopefully will be a little like thrown off by it and like react to it yeah so i agree with frida but also Mm -hmm. the reason they do these uh like charity events is not because they care about anyone or anything it's to look good yeah. And so if they don't look good, if they don't they get won't do good again. PR, yeah, they'll stop doing them. Yeah. So the fact this is an interactive live stream and we can, like, write shit. As long as they don't, like, manage the comments too much and block people. But but then even if they do if that. If there's enough people. Then we'll... it's, like, a autism charity live stream that banned all the then <laughs> if they do people from the right. chat. Like, that's bad PR, too. As preparation, if they do, screenshot, screenshot. it. Yeah. <laughs> proof we need proof the thing um, is it's important to remember that change happens because people are worried about money and their reputation yeah that's it that's where you get them they really it's not about like reasoned discussion and, like these celebrities mm-hmm. want to be able to pull numbers and other things they do later they don't want to be associated with something that gets bad press yeah so if we can make a difference by doing that let's try yeah it's all for good press yeah and so we just, we have to... And even, like... We have to change it. Sharing other... And then we'll talk about this more in a different episode, but even if we can share during the live stream other creators that are better, that you can watch instead, that have a... That are autistic and, um, you know, kind of promote their them instead. I even feel like just... 
bringing up the fact that like uh hey where are the autistic people yeah. a lot of people just have never thought of i that. mean the fact that there's no one on this you know celebrity filled lineup that is as far as i know um autistic uh, or at least public about it yeah no. um there's no one none no, they have absolutely no inclusion planned no um <laughs> Yeah, apparently people think that, like, autistic people are just kids and then they grow out of it. Yeah. I feel if they grew out of it, then why would they need ABA? Why ABA fix them? <laughs> then where are they? Why aren't they on... That's the real mystery. All the, you know, early morning <laughs> radio parent. shows. Like, tune in to this live stream. It saved my life, ABA. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, why don't people notice that there's... I that's don't. not happening. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it's so weird. Yeah. It's really weird. Um, also. And the, all the people who they think are like so neurotypical seeming and passing are not the ones who went through ABA. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. Exactly. If we avoid that, escape that, and just get to develop into who we are, we're not actually that fucking weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I read this very interesting article um this morning that was all about basically two people from the autistic self-advocacy network were the first autistic people ever allowed to like talk to the working group that was writing the diagnostic criteria for the dsm-5 like autistic people never had any input whatsoever and now they didn't have a lot, mm-hmm. but basically they were allowed into the room to like lobby with the other wow. like interest groups. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't realize that like the autistic self advocacy network was doing that, but mm-hmm. that's so badass. That's exactly what, that's we, what need. we need. Yeah, and like that's why the autism industry is so much stronger than us is because they've they've thrown literally billions of dollars at this mm-hmm. and they put their money into lobbyists lawyers yep um and just cementing power mm-hmm. and we're still trying to like have reasoned conversations with people and appeal to their empathy which they don't have yeah but yeah, yeah we did really want to highlight this um to kind of try to make a difference in this I think it's um, an opportunity. Yeah, yeah, I think so too because a lot of people. Um, Ooh, I'm getting a fever. Yeah. Yeah, I can feel it. <laughs> My back is like on a fire. Yeah. If I don't know if we mentioned it, but Erica got the second dose of the vaccine, mm-hmm. so uh, it's been about Woo. nine hours, ten. Um, ten hours. Ten. Yeah. Yep. It's about to be fun. It, it's gonna. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're turning up the heat on the fun having. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, we were discussing this last night, just hanging out at home and, um, we just want to make a difference. Like if we can get to, you know, a few people at least, then that's a success and people who wouldn't normally even, you know, look for this kind of information, will get it just by being at the live stream. Yeah. That's the thing. This feels, <laughs> it feels very depressing. It is very depressing, but this has been going on for years you know yeah, like this isn't new this is, yeah this is nothing new um but us protesting it mm-hmm. that would be new mm-hmm. they're not used to that 
they were so... They don't think you can. That's like, they were so not prepared for the backlash that they've been handling it very badly. Because next up, autism, oh my god, they... Uh, posted the most delicious statement on Twitter of just defensiveness, flailing, very obvious lies that you could like just disprove with one screenshot. Yep. Um, just being all emotional. How could you do this? Yeah. You mean autistic adults? And that I was like, oh, they really believe their own bullshit that like oh, 100%. we yeah. are just like eternal children who can't ever stand up for ourselves Mm -hmm. they are not ready for no us to actually like also they're not like at least on social platforms not that big so they are like easily um overthrown by bigger creators and but i i do think too just uh the the autism industry Mm. in general they have relied on (laughs) silencing their victims Mm -hmm. and now more and more people are like coming out publicly as autistic and we are rejecting the division of the Mm -hmm. functioning labels and we are speaking together and um they just didn't they clearly did not think we would do that no and honestly i've been a little surprised because, like, I'm very mean for an autistic person. Like, mm-hmm. most of the autistic people I know are way nicer than me. Mm-hmm. And I have been really excited to see yeah, that, like, oh, people are ready to really ready stand to up for themselves. I feel like it's been a buildup, and I'm not saying this started it, but that's when I started paying more attention to it, is after Sia's mm-hmm. terrible movie that I haven't watched and I'm not going oh to. Oh my god, never. Um, but that kind of I feel like start ignited something within mm-hmm. people because it does because we got to her. It was the first time yeah. that, that ever really happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also I feel like because she's so well known, it reached a lot of people. Yeah. Um, that it may not have reached when I'm sure this has happened before, but on a like more local level, that just hasn't gone mainstream. Like hasn't mm-hmm. the message hasn't been boosted like this and because it was a internationally known singer that got this criticism um and if you don't know see a credit movie um based on her friend who's autistic and maddie ziegler is playing the main character and she's not autistic and it's just all bad and um very bad stereotypes literally encourages violence against autistic yep. people not restraining good. them yeah mm-hmm. and also her response on Twitter was absolutely horrifying <laughs> where people who are autistic and actors or actresses were, um, you know, speaking up because she was claiming that she couldn't hire an autistic actress because they couldn't handle it. Um, and then so many were like, yeah, I could. And she was basically like, fuck you. <laughs> like she was, it was really bad. Yeah. She literally was like, you're probably not good enough. Like, yeah, like she's like insulting people's acting. Yeah, like shut up, bitch. Like, ugh, yeah. I used to really like her too. It's sad. I did too. I'm sad. And like, why are all these people that I do like forcing me to not be able to? And like you know them what anymore? I heard too. What? Um, is that I've always been a fan of Maddie. I watched Dance Moms. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't want to do it. Oh yeah, I have heard that. She didn't want to do it. She felt bad. She felt like she was shouldn't do it first of all, because she's not autistic, and that it would be offensive. 
and mm-hmm. she was absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. This at when she filmed this, she was uh, like sixteen or seventeen. I don't know. Um, and this I think she was seventeen. Seventeen. When they it, yeah. This seventeen-year-old had more sense than a full crew um, of writers uh, and adults that cr- made this happen and kind of just put her in it. Honestly, also Maddie has not defended it. Not at all. She hasn't even promoted it. Yeah. Which I think says a lot because normally if you're the lead in a uh-huh. like huge movie, you would promote it and she, oh, not yeah. a single thing, nothing. And I think that, like, I know that throughout her life, like, C has been an important part of her ri- yeah, rising her to career. fame. Yeah. So, like, she can't maybe criticize her. Um, and I'm sure, you know, they have a personal relationship. It's hard for her. Also, I'm sure. I think there's going to be contracts involved. There, there, yeah, there I, I'm sure there's. There. she's, you know, obligated to act a certain way or, like, she may be not be able to speak out and, like, do anything. That's my guess, honestly. Yeah, is but that's also... change of not having to promote the movie for, like, an NDA or something. I'm sure, yeah. Because it. It, is, it is very strange that the lead actors would not even say a peep about a movie that they were in. But she hasn't, as far as I've seen. Dude, I... But I feel bad for her. Like, that can... Yeah. I'm I, not really mad at her. I'm not either. I like, But it could have ruined her career. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, it's if she would have listened to the adults to not like associate it still because yeah. like oh my god it was very offensive because like I saw some clips and pictures and stuff yeah and I it did. was like, I saw the trailer that is gonna be burned into my mind for life and I hate that that's I did see the trailer that's um, how I saw anything at all really um, and it is super offensive yeah so uh, yeah I mean I just feel for her because like if she would have truly listen to the adults and like done what i'm sure they wanted her to do her career would have been ruined yeah she would have supported it promoted it defended it yeah Yeah. i I would have been like yeah i would have been like fuck off i don't care if you're 17 you're gone yeah Yeah. from my heart (laughs) not like the world but i think that sparked something in a lot of people that Mm -hmm. have now led to this where we're at today and where people are speaking out That's the thing. (laughs) So, this is terrible, but, um, okay, a lot of autistic people are, like, well, collaborative kind of people. So, like, you know, let's talk this out. Let's Mm -hmm. work something out. Not, like, bloodthirsty fighters. Sure. I have a little bloodthirsty fighter in me. Mm -hmm. And that's what's happening is... (laughs) We hurt them. Mm-hmm. So there's blood in the water. Mm-hmm. And people are like, holy shit, we can hurt them. Yeah, you have the power now. And they did not think that we could hurt them. I don't think we necessarily <laughs> Yeah, no. It kind of happened on accident. That is a big deal. It is. It's huge. And I do think, the same way we have seen culture change in regards to like how they talk about many different marginalized groups mm-hmm. over just the last five, ten years, um, that happened because of social media and um, just, like, outrage. Mm-hmm. And, like, using the cultural conversations and um, and affecting them. And you just have to... Uh, 
you have to use the like scandalous shit yeah you know yeah, for sure and it feels a little like dirty and mm-hmm. not us but man we can't fight like us or they'll kill us like yeah we cannot try to change society and neurotypical people as if they were autistic people <laughs> they're not yeah um i really think what's fascinating is because of aba they have showed us exactly what <laughs> works on them. Mm-hmm. That's why they invented that, because that's what works on them. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work on us. Mm-mm. But they, that means they have told us exactly that's how you change their behavior. Mm-hmm. It's not about what's behind it. You don't change their mind. You change the behavior. You change the, you take away the reward. Yeah. And the you status. add a little punishment. Mm-hmm. Well, it's all about status. It's all yeah. about PR. It's all about looking good on And that's something we can actually level. affect because yeah. we're on social media. and Social media has that power now. Mm-hmm. And we are autistic, so, like, our opinion does matter. Mm-hmm. Not to them, necessarily, mm-hmm. but um, to the average person who's just, like, hearing about this for the first time, mm-hmm. they will be a little scandalized, like, oh, autistic people hated that? Like, why, you know? Um, yeah, it'll it'll grab their attention. And I will also say just really how important it is for people who are not autistic to support this and be a good ally and boost um, the autistic creators, boost their messages. Like, be a good ally just like you are in any other um, situation because they need it too. Yeah, I won't lie. It's been kind of depressing to see how little people have cared about this mm-hmm. when, like, which I know is true across a lot of other uh, minorities as well. So, yeah, I mean, everybody feels that yeah. way. Um, but uh, even just on a personal level, yeah, it's like most of my friends have not even acknowledged it. Mm-hmm. Even when I've been like, it's really important for holistic people to speak out about this like we really need allies here Mm -hmm. and um (laughs) yeah i noticed that and i love all you less Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah no i i didn't realize just quite how few people either wouldn't say anything at all or even would say something that you're like oh yikes you definitely are like not a supporter of this like you don't even Ableism is just so ingrained so deep that people feel so justified Mm -hmm. about it, and these paternalistic attitudes are still seen as goodness. You still get clout for being a fucking gross ass. Like I love people with autism, which is not how you're supposed to refer them, guys. You should know now. Um, Like Mm -hmm. it's so it just makes my blood boil. But also, I will say just to take it to a personal level where i don't know if it was maybe the first day of april or something it was um whenever a, a world lot- autism day that thing. yeah i don't mm-hmm. know what what day was i don't remember it was like fourth or something yeah it was this month. all numbers are the same to me <laughs> but so i posted a few things and like shared some creators that i like and um then erica it was very lovely written something on twitter which was very sweet but it just, it was about how much it meant to her that I 
posted about it and then that just made me go oh my god are other people not doing this like what shouldn't like I'm it's great and like lovely the message or the tweet that she wrote but it shouldn't be that rare to where she goes oh my god this means like this is so sweet this means so much I'll call it out and I was hoping there would be so many people that that wouldn't be the case but it's not no it's really not and even like some of my really good friends yeah like have said nothing and um that hurts (laughs) Oh, it it does more than that. Like, yeah. It does. They don't know this, but like I, uh, I can see that our relationship is not real then. Yeah. And so I cannot value it in the same mm-hmm. way that I did before. Yeah, I would say now we have a smaller group of people that we see more often, and they are so supportive and so mm-hmm. lovely. And for them, it was just like for me, it was a no brainer. They're like, yeah, of course. There's, yeah. You know post about it boost your messages support other creators and that's why we're closer with them now yeah yeah you know and yeah how people react is it just says so much about them Mm -hmm. and it god it's such disparate reactions Mm -hmm. where because i've lost a lot of friends over like being publicly autistic and then have become closer with some because I could just see the people who just get it. They just let me be me. Yeah. And I do even think it's funny. One of our friends who we've become closer with lately, she thinks it's so weird that people still sometimes don't believe I'm autistic. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, if I didn't know you were autistic, like, I, you would be so confusing. Like, I, Mm -hmm. like, I would not get these things mm-hmm. knowing that you're autistic is the thing that makes you make sense yeah and i'm not offended by that at all like yeah mm-hmm. that i agree like yeah because like yeah there's been a lot i'd say of people not believing erica and being like no you're not or like you're too pretty to be autistic or you're too normal to be autistic or you're too social to be autistic it's like it's so insulting um to just say no 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 i know better than you also when your whole life you haven't been normal enough that's been the problem yeah and then no you're too normal I'm like right. you know that has not been the narrative about me okay <laughs> it's not been the story so keep up <laughs> yeah uh but i mean people just they don't ever want to have to change or care about other people so yeah they'll do whatever they have to do to avoid being a good person mm-hmm. um but yeah, it's just like autistic people don't have clout. There's no clout involved in supporting us. Yeah, it's not cool. And so if you support us anyway, that makes you a cool person. And um, uh, you'll get into heaven. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. Amen. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, and supporting an, uh, um, someone who's autistic and like creators and stuff is not always financial it's just like it's a retweet it's a instagram story or anything like it it, that doesn't cost anything you can just do that dude i've had a couple friends who like themselves went and read a couple articles Mm -hmm. about autistic people and educated themselves 
And, like, it was huge to me. It was like they built me a house. Like, <laughs> yeah. nobody does that. Yeah. Which, that's, just sucks that that's rare. But It does. But it is. Um, but, yeah, I think we'll probably wrap up here because mm-hmm. we've been going for a while. Yeah. But. Um, we can talk a lot. We have a lot to Woo-hoo! say. We have a, we have a lot of things Podcasting is going to be the easiest thing ever because yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to talk basically every minute of the day. This is true. Mm-hmm. Um, but so. This is the most I've gotten free to talk to me in weeks. <laughs> no. Uh, I agree to disagree. I am exaggerating. <laughs> um, but anyways, go watch Mark Rober's live stream on April 30th. Um, just to just, shit on it and we'll leave the link in the description for what you can say if you don't know what to say and if you have your own things to say great go for that we'll see you guys at the live stream hopefully be there please yeah we'll be there finger guns thumbs up <laughs> um but yeah thank you so much for listening um if you want to see more of us we both have other social media platforms <laughs> you can follow erica at erica heidewald you can see how it's spelled in the description mm-hmm. um and you can follow me at hey it's frida hey with the j because i'm swedish and we'll see you guys That's next cool. time all right bye, bye.